Talk, WANI, W254AY Auburn, WGZZHD4 Waverly. News The only station to ever be named Alabama Station of the Year, twice. Welcome back into Auburn, Oklahoma this morning. Riley Hubbard and Lindsey Crosby with you. We will please be joined by Auburn Mayor Ron Andrews. Good morning, Mayor Andrews. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Riley. How are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. We appreciate you coming in today to preview tonight's city council meeting. It sounds like a pretty eventful meeting tonight. During the Committee of the Whole, there will be a... uh, uh, we'll receive a briefing from City Manager Crouch. Um, I believe that there will be uh, an expert that will come down that was acted as a consultant for the city mm-hmm. uh, during the redistricting planning um, that will just kind of, you know, quantify some of the decisions that the city made, probably all of the decisions that the city made, and some of the nuances of, of how we got to where we are today. It's very technical stuff, uh, Riley. It's it's. Probably it's without a lot of uh, visuals, um, yeah. it's difficult to really explain uh, in this current setting that we're in today. But he'll, but we'll talk about that again tonight, and and then in, later on in the agenda, it is set to be voted on. Um, I I would not be surprised if there's not a member of our council that asked for it to be you know pulled or postponed sure. uh, until the first meeting in January. Um, we're prepared for that. If not, we'll move forward with a vote. But we do. I do plan to allow the public to speak to it tonight during Good. the public hearing. So we'll just uh, we'll just kind of see where that goes. But I do think it'll be great information for people to watch and listen to tonight as to how we got to where we are today. And if for some reason you can't make the meeting tonight at City Council Chambers, you're more than welcome to tune in to Newstalk WA and I. We will carry the meeting live. Um, all the way through public hearing and all the way through the end of the meeting. The following broadcast of the Auburn City Council meeting is paid for by the City of Auburn. We now take you live to the Auburn City Council Chambers at 141 North Ross Street here on News Talk WANI. Under Mayor's announcements tonight, just a couple of things I want to go through. I want to congratulate the Auburn High School girls cross-country team for winning their fifth consecutive state championship recently. So proud of those girls. That is what a great program they've got going at Auburn High. And also this Friday night, the Auburn High School football team will be playing in the state semifinals against the Central Red Devils in Phoenix City, and we wish them the best. I want to thank everybody that uh, in, uh, was a part of the Farm City Breakfast recently that was held in Opelika, and thank for the invitation. What a wonderful breakfast that is with all the things that are brought from farm straight to the table. What a great group of farmers we have here in Lee County, and thank them for all their hard work. I want to thank everybody for attending and being a part of Veterans the Veterans Day ceremony last week. Thank you for all the good hard work that took place to make that event happen. Um, it was a great morning and a great opportunity to recognize those who have served us and provide us our freedom. I want to thank uh, uh, the Waltos family for their kind gift to the city of Auburn and our police department. They have uh, provided a new police dog named Ginger after Miss Waltos, and it was uh, given to the city officially uh, before the football game last Saturday. Officer Jason Bryan will be spending his time with Ginger, but we're thankful to the Waltos family for their kind and generous gift. And also we recognized Emily, who will be retiring soon. She is the dog and the partner of uh, Sergeant Bud Neesmith, and thank you, Emily, for your 
great service. We also recognized Officer Rhett Laportes, who has been a part of the training of the Spirit of Spirit, the Eagle, who was retired last Saturday as well. And I wasn't aware he was an Eagle trainer, so that's pretty cool to have a police officer to participate in, in that. As previously mentioned, Section 1152.85 of the Code of Alabama allows municipalities to pre-zone properties that are actively seeking annexation prior to consideration of the annexation itself. Therefore, Item 9B1 needs to be considered before Item 9A2. I'll introduce the ordinance and ask for unanimous consent. Second. We have a motion to second. Does anyone on the council have a problem moving forward with a vote on this this evening? All right, hearing none, at this time we'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address the city council on this, please come forward and give us your name and address for the record. Good evening, everybody. Uh, Ledge Nettles Baseline Surveying, uh, 2004 Yarbor Drive, Opelika. So the this one, uh, the previous time that you mentioned it and that you voted on the um, the LLRD, uh, we we missed it. We we got our wires crossed up, miscommunication. We just didn't show up to talk. Live from the News Talk WANI studios in Auburn, Alabama, this is Auburn Opelika This Morning. The, uh, the city of Opelika is now being sued due to an ordinance that was passed back in September. It involves rental properties. The ordinance, the ordinance essentially asks for if you're going to rent your property for it to be inspected and for there to be a fee that you pay the city and there are three plaintiffs here that are suing saying that you know, it's an unconstitutional deal right. it's ridiculous I want to do it with my own property what I want what, what's kind of your take on this obviously Auburn also has had a history dealing with rental properties as well this is a little bit different of a situation yeah I mean we have uh, when and when this was when they were working through this process I know this was pretty pretty big drama because there's like both of both of our markets both Auburn and Opelika are large rental markets mm-hmm. um based on all for all different reasons but but Auburn mainly being because of students and a lot of students need rental property and there's a lot of people that make a good amount of money on on owning property here and renting it i my, my understanding on this ordinance was that there was some issues with some dilapidated and rundown properties that were being rented and so the city was looking at a way properties that are not maybe not you wouldn't want to put your mom and daddy in there renting but I mean, like adults, adults are able to go and look into properties, and if they don't want to rent it, they don't rent it. I mean, the market usually would correct that kind of stuff, or or they find a price where they are willing to rent a not so nice place Is for cheaper. Is the city liable though? Like, say that you rent a property and it's not structurally sound, and an accident were to happen. Is that what the city is? Wanting to avoid, I would maybe so, maybe to an extent. I would they're feel like to, that's what they're trying to. Trying avoid. to, it's a risk aversion action. Um, but I don't know that that's true because once the city gets in, now they're involved, they're more mm-hmm. involved because if, I mean, there is a li- there is a licensing requirement. I mean, the city of Auburn has a licensing requirement, but I don't think it's from an inspection, an inspection process. You just get a license because you have to pay an occupational or you have to pay certain fees, a licensing fee, um, for, for renting property. Um, but this, from my understanding, and I'm, I'm kind of talking from a little somewhat limited knowledge, this was, Every property rented in town in the city of Abilaga has to have this inspection done, this $50 inspection. And the idea is it's going to, some of these properties are not going to, there's going to be issues that come up and say, hey, you got to fix this, fix this, fix this before it can be rented. Auburn Abilaga's News Talk and Information Station. News Talk, W-A-N-I. Auburn is a community that supports its first responders. And I think all of you 
for rallying behind those who make Auburn such a safe place to live. We as a council will continue to support our local heroes and make sure they have what they need to continue to serve Auburn well. And for the first time now, you can engage with our public safety departments, our police and our fire, on their own dedicated social media channels. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at COA Public Safety. Our planning department and the Auburn Planning Commission remain dedicated, making sure we're being intentional about managing growth and development that continues to seek Auburn out. Some of their efforts this year concluded in revisions to our downtown development design standards, as well as land use plan amendments to a focus area off Highway 280. Much input was provided by stakeholders and residents for both of these initiatives, with the council extending the public input portion of the process to make sure everyone had a chance to be heard and to understand the plan. I want to thank the Planning Commission for serving Auburn well through the hard, time-consuming work they do, and for also taking the extra time to attend training and build on the already extensive knowledge of planning and development. Receiving and applying input from citizen is a, is citizens is a priority in everything we do, from planning efforts like the Highway 280 focus study and short-term rental regulations to, Auburn 20, to the Auburn 2040 process that will guide the future of our great city. I'm proud of the level of transparency we continue to bring to residents and the access that everyone has to the City Council. Merry Christmas from Auburn Opelika's News Talk and Information Station. About five minutes past the bottom of the hour here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Riley Hubbard and Lindsey Crosby here with you. We are pleased to be joined by Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller to recap last night's uh, city council meeting. Good morning, Mayor Fuller. How are you doing? Hey, Riley, I'm absolutely fabulous, and uh, and good morning to you and Lindsay. And uh, what a beautiful day it is in my neighborhood. And uh, Riley, as always, I'm speaking to you from a high top Opelika City Hall. All the way up on the second floor? It is the second floor. I took the express elevator this morning <laughs> and uh, punched the... Uh, Punched the uh, top button, and about 30 seconds later, I got here. Riley, we had, uh, as usual, when we have a building permit report, uh, our city administrator, Joey Motley, uh, comes forward to make that. And, and Joey, the last couple of years, has really uh, enjoyed making those reports because they're always so positive. Yeah. And uh, we have started we have started fiscal year 22, which started on October 1st. Uh, we, we, we started right where we left off, uh, FY21. During the month of December, we permitted, uh, 44 new single family homes at, uh, about 9.9 .9 million. Ooh. Yeah, that's what, that brings uh... us, that brings us here to date to 93 new single family homes. That's October, November. Awesome. At, uh, at a permitted value of about 21 million, uh, year to date. So, as I mentioned to the group last night, uh, folks asked why are they building all these new homes, and I said, well, the short answer is because they're selling them, and the reason they're selling them is folks will move to a community like Opelika, not only for all of our great amenities, but primarily for a good-paying job, and we've got those in abundance, and for great public schools, which we have uh, hands down. So and that's a great schools, really good jobs. That uh, makes folks want to come to a community. 
And that's really a, a, a testament to your continued service as well as the, the whole council and just the city, you know, Joey and everybody working together to make Opelika the best place it can possibly be. Well, no so question about that, Riley. And, you know, it's all about uh, it's a team effort. And, uh, gosh, I, I remember a number of years ago Coach Dye uh, caught me after a local civic club meeting, and he wanted to brag on me for the things that had happened in Opelika and, course you know you like a little bit of that i'd be fibbing if i said i didn't but um he was talking about how he had watched opalaka for the last 35 years and so uh, finally I, I gave him the time out signal and i said you know coach i, I appreciate that but what's happened in opalaka is kind of like when you were winning those championships at auburn uh first of all you had great assistant coaches you had great players you had a great support staff with uh, tutors and medical and administrative folks. I said it was a team effort, and that's the same way with the city of Opelika. We've got a great city council. We've got great department heads. Best of all, we have great people that live in Opelika, so great people do great things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just I'm just a small part of it. And I, I tell you, my, my goal, Riley, has always been just to make a little bit of difference. Pushing the Auburn Opelika First Agenda. Hello, I'm Opelika City Council President Eddie Smith. While we've all grown a bit tired of following guidelines and hearing about COVID-19 in the news, now is not the time to relax. The City of Opelika has kept close contact with our local health care professionals, and we've been informed that COVID-19 numbers are starting to rise once again in Lake County. For your safety and the safety of our neighbors, please continue to wear a mask when in public and continue to practice good hygiene. It's not just about you, it's about having respect for the people around you. I wish you all good health and pray this pandemic will be behind us soon. Thank you. 98.7 FM and 1400 AM. About two minutes after the top, the bottom of the hour here on Auburn Opelika this morning, Riley Hubbard, Lindsey Crosby. Lindsey and I are pleased to be joined by a very special guest in our 735 slot, Auburn baseball and Orioles baseball legend Greg Olson. Good morning, Greg. How are you doing? Good morning, Riley. I'm doing very well, thank you. You've played for a lot of guys like Buxo Walter, Frank Robinson, guys like that. But as a Braves fan, I do have to ask about the year you spent with with Bobby Cox. And how were Buxo Walter and Bobby Cox different? And what was it like kind of playing for a legend in Bobby Cox? Oh, Bobby was, um, you know, to relate Bobby to Buck. Sadly, I only got about four months with Bobby because we went on strike that year. But um, Bobby was like your dad or your mm-hmm. grandfather, where he was just great guy, sat behind the desk, you know, kind of laid things out for you. Everything will be all right, son. Don't worry about it. And calming. Buck's like your boss that's, that will walk by and every once in a while make you feel good by saying something nice or giving you a little, you know, nugget of information. And that was how he related, but they're exact opposites of the way it appeared to me being in the clubhouse. You know, Bobby, I could walk in and sit down and comfortable and how's everything going? How's your family? And and Buck's like, you know, just a little bit different. Buck's like, let's talk ball. Let's talk ball. Let's talk yeah. baseball. Let's talk about, were, you know. What were you thinking last night? And yeah. Bobby's like going, don't worry about it. Everything's fine. You know. So Why'd you throw a curveball in 2-2 to that guy? Like, you know. <laughs> um, how did did you, your time at Auburn prepare you to go to 
MLB and to be a first round pick and then ultimately win rookie of the year? Like what did what did Auburn do to get you to that point in your career? Um, Hal Baird was is a brilliant is a brilliant pitching coach, and so I can second that um, he helped me prepare for that level. I mean, nothing prepares you to walk into a major league baseball game and be ready for that situation. It's just one of those get ready by here you go, throw you into the game, and you start either figuring it out or you're back in AAA in, in a couple hours. Um, but Hal Baird was brilliant, and he just kind of helped me fine tune what my thinking should be or was as well as my mechanics and everything else. Making Auburn Opelika great again. Ben Taylor and I were talking in the first hour about the fact that the Opelika pickleball facility is up for being nationally recognized as the, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. best sporting event venue in the country, they really broke it down. Yes, and um, and there's only 12 finalists. That's inc- that's a, that's a great achievement. It is. It is. It's a lot of. Uh, so this group is called Sports Events Media Group, and it's the Reader's Choice Awards. It's kind of what you see in a lot of publications. The Reader's Choice Awards. You know, people, the the readers. You know, make the votes. And so this is a national publication for. You know, for those not in the sports industry, uh, whether you're a fan of it, you're a consumer, you're, you know, for us, we're on the tourism side, you know, supplier side, um, and then there's the rights holder side, which are basically event organizers. And so this is a very, you know, well-read, well-received publication nationwide, um, and again, it's called Sports Events Media Group. This is great recognition for our area. It's great recognition for the, the work that the city's done. Um, it's not just a physical facility. It's the people that have made it, you know, uh, saw the vision, Sam Bailey, Dr. Husky, um, obviously Mayor Fuller and the council, um, and all those that made the facility happen. And, of course, there's 12 more courts being built currently uh, right now. And so it's a big deal um, when you see who they're in the running with. I mean, these are these are facilities that are multi-purpose use facilities that have, you know, um, could have 20 soccer fields. They could have 10 ball fields, diamond, uh, you know, sports as far as baseball, softball. These are big, big cities and, you know, small markets, but we're in the running with that. And so this green brings a lot of recognition, not just from for what we do as far as tournaments and economic development with sports tourism, but a transient impact. You mm-hmm. know, when pickleball players, uh, just over the weekend, Jim Young was out there. Uh, he is the vice president of the Opelika Pickleball Club, and he's also the tournament director. Uh, they had a a couple that were traveling through to end up going to North Carolina for Christmas, and literally they, one of the things they were doing on their way from Arizona, by the way, let me mention that, from Arizona, they stopped for two days, stayed an extra night to just play at the pickleball wow. facility. So the transient impact is 100% there, um, and it's it's very impactful just for the community itself. News Talk WANI, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. News Talk WANI.